Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, just something to consider today, and I'm going to headline this one just by saying this is a bit of a long shot, but just keep it in mind. Now, if you listen to uh, my Supercoach Draft Podcast that came out this morning where I was talking about the guys that I was considering trying to get off the waiver wire, uh, I managed to get Brad Schneider. Now... Uh, obviously, Jamal Fogarty went down yesterday. We heard originally the Canberra say a four-month injury. Physio reckons we're talking closer to a three-month injury. Uh, they've obviously brought Jamal Fogarty down to partner Jack Whiten to get the very best out of him. And I thought Jack Whiten looked great the other night next to Jamal Fogarty. So devastating for Canberra Raiders fans. But we're hearing that Brad Schneider will start at halfback. Now, do I think he is a better fit for Jack Whiten? No, I don't. But... I just, I've got a feeling that this kid might evolve into something a little bit more. And let me also headline this by saying, and you already know this if you've been listening to Bloke in a Bar for a couple of weeks, I did, I went through a heap of rookies that I've got my eyes on over the last uh, five or six weeks on that podcast. Brad Schneider was not one of them, yeah? In fact, five or six weeks ago, I thought he was a hooker. I had not seen any of this kid. He had slipped through my radar, under my radar, whatever you want to say, completely. And Canberra Raiders fans messaged me and said, you're kidding yourself, you need to be watching this kid. And, you know, the reality is that um, I'm trying to watch juniors from 16 teams. I'm going to miss guys here and there. So it's always good to hear from fan bases telling me because they, they know their team much better than I know their team. There is no doubt about that whatsoever. So it was good to see some pushback from Canberra Raiders fans going, hey, you need to sit up and watch this Brad Schneider kid. Now, thank God they did. Because it made me sit up and pay a bit of attention to him. And I'll tell you right now, I'm a little bit excited about him. Um, I honestly do think there is a world where he potentially holds on to this halfback jersey. Is it likely? No, it's not. So don't don't take it as a hot take that I'm saying he's definitely going to take it. I think there is a world, though. And I said to a Canberra Raiders fan um, last night, you know, I think there's a world where he does. And he, he laughed at me, which is fair enough. Uh, I've been laughed at plenty of times with my takes that have, that, that have turned out to be spot on. So we'll see how this one plays out. It is a long shot. And I know they've brought Fogarty to the club for a reason. 
But just hear my argument here, and I'm not saying it's going to happen. I just think it's a possibility, and I think in Supercoach, you need to keep an eye on this Brad Schneider. Now, when you look at Jack White, and he plays his best football down the left edge. He's a left edge specialist. When you watch Brad Schneider, if you go back and watch him like I have for the last 48 hours, I've gone back and watched a few of his New South Wales Cup games. I've had a big focus on him. Uh, he impressed me in the trials. But it was more so his New South Wales Cup stats that I'm more impressed with and his game in general. He's a right-side player, yeah? So they will be able to play Jack White and left, Brad Schneider right, which suits both both of them. Is Brad Schneider a organizing sort of half like Fogarty? To me, he doesn't look like he is. He more so plays off the top of his head. He's an instinctive sort of guy. I think he's closer to an organizer than what Jack Whiten is, but probably not enough to cover what they've lost in Jamar Fogarty. But I think they'll be able to play Jack White and left, Brad Schneider right. Now, the Canberra Raiders, as much as it didn't seem it last year, they have got one hell of a forward pack. They just need to put it together and get it right, and more so, get the shit off field sorted out. And hopefully, last year was a little bit of a wake-up call for it. Now, as much as I agree with the vast majority of people that say you need an organizer next to Jack Whiten, the modern game, you can get by with two running halves, yeah? I don't think anyone's pushing back on that. We see some of the really good teams in this competition get by with two running halves. Uh, we see the Melbourne Storm in particular, Munster and Hughes. Both can ball play, both can organize, but their running game is the strong point for them. You can get by in the modern game with running halves. It isn't ideal, but you can do it. And I think this is a combination that can potentially work. Now, Schneider, he will play on the right side. I'm not sure how that right side will line up. It looks like Tomoko, he will be out on the left edge. You would have to assume uh, that Schneider will have either Hudson Young or or CNK on his edge. Uh, and uh, CNK, what am I talking about? CHN, sorry. Um, Harawira Naira on his edge. I, I did notice that watching a few of his New South Wales Cup games, they have had a bit of a combination in the past out on the right edge that might put CHN slightly in front for that spot. But we've heard a lot of very positive things about Hudson Young. I'm not sure who his centre is going to be, realistically, whether they move Jared Croker out there, whether it's Sebi Chris. I'm not sure which way they're going to go there. But I think that Schneider's got a little bit of upside on that right-hand side. And I think he's really suited to the modern game. And if you watched him in trials, he was impressive. He looked good. You can just tell there's something a little bit extra about him. Uh, but he didn't really put together whole games there, realistically. He didn't have the opportunity to either a lot of the time. When I went back and watched some of his cup games, I was very impressed. Uh, the eye test is a huge pass for me. I think he's very suited to the modern game. I'm going to put some highlights up on my page this afternoon uh, for you guys to have a look at. So just stay tuned for that. And look, once again, I'm not telling you this kid's going to be the halfback the whole year, but I think there's a world where the Canberra Raiders can hit the ground running and this kid can really push Jamal Fogarty for this jersey. Look, from his, his 11 games in New South Wales Cup last year, I'm going to give you two sets of stats. The first one is from his 11 games in New South Wales Cup this year. This included three games where he played less than 45 minutes. So in one of them, he played 45 minutes. Another one, he played 35. Another one, he played 27. So three out of 11, what's that? Like a quarter, just over a quarter of your games uh, where he is playing less than... 80 minutes and heaps less than 80 minutes realistically. Two of those games, two out of 11, he's played less than a half coming off the bench. So just keep in mind that 
Yes, it's 11 games, but there are a few games missing. I'll go into more depth on his run home in a minute. But from those 11 games, including the three games where he played unders, uh, four tries, he kicked 30 goals at 73%, which is another thing I'll touch on in a minute, the goal kicking. Uh, three forced dropouts, seven try assists, six line break assists. He made three. He had 313 touches, so he's going at 28 touches of the ball per game. He made 228 tackles at at 91.2% efficiency. So he's making 20 tackles a game. And he came up with 26 tackle breaks, which uh, ended up being... 2.5 tackle breaks per game. 2.3 it was, tackle breaks per game. Now, pretty impressive stats. I mean, four tries, good to see. 30 goals, the Canberra Raiders. They are lacking a goal kicker. If Jared Croker doesn't make it into the side, you could see Brad Schneider step up there. Uh, 73% isn't the most impressive, but it's definitely not a a troublesome uh, goal kicking percentage, realistically. I mean, it's 25% better than Sam Walker, and you're all telling me Sam Walker having the kicking is a massive plus, apparently. So, Schneider at 73%. I'm more than happy uh, to see him take the goal kicking there if he does get it. Three force dropouts shows a bit of a kicking game. Not massive like your Nathan Cleary, Adam Reynolds sort of styles. Uh, seven try assists is very good to me. Seven try assists in 11 games. Three of those, he played less than 80 minutes in. Three of those, he played less than 50 minutes in. Uh, six line break assists as well. Very positive sides along with four tries. The standout to me, though, 313 touches. That's 20 eight touches per game across those and the 20 tackles. So super coach wise, there's going to be base stats there. Yeah. He's not going to miss a heap of tackles. 91% efficiency. Very, very positive there. Uh, Tackle breaks 2.3 per game. Very good. Now, if I have a look, at the last five games of the season. And for the last five games, he played halfback in all of them and he played 80 minutes in all of them. This is how those stats went from the last five games. Now, keep in mind, from those last five games, they only won two of them, yeah? So they went three and two in the last five games and here are his stats. He scored two tries. He scored 10 goals. So he's going at about two goals a game. So you're looking at uh, already, you're looking at eight points there. Two tries. He had two try assists. He had two line breaks. He had 14 tackle breaks. Yeah, so 14 tackle breaks across five games. You're looking at just over two. It's almost three tackle breaks a game when he was starting at halfback. That says to me he's not afraid to run the ball and he can break a tackle. And you can see it in the highlights as well. Two line breaks, two try assists, two tries. I mean, across five weeks in a month, that's pretty damn handy, especially when you're only winning two out of five games. Stand out for me, though, 161 touches of the football. That's 32 touches per game. If he can stay at around 30 touches per game and he's not afraid to run the ball, which he is, for me, that is a really good sign for Supercoach. 130 tackles across these five games. Uh, that's 26 tackles per game. So off defense alone, you're looking at 20 to 25 base stats. I mean, some games he he was making 30 tackles. Yeah, he's pretty consistent. I think his lowest game across these five games, he made 22 tackles. His highest was about 30. So that's sort of what you're looking at. You could hit the 30. We know that when young halves come into rugby league, they get a lot more traffic at them. He will make more tackles. So there's a lot of positives to take from there. Now his run meters. Across these five games, he ran for 380 meters, which is 76 meters on average. For a halfback, 
not too bad for a halfback in a losing side that isn't making, you know, he only made two, two line breaks as well. So it's not like he's making six and seven line breaks and running 40 metres on each of them. So 76 metres on average for a halfback. I'm pretty happy with that, to be honest with you. Uh, kicking metres across the five games, 48, 168, 68, 177, 122. Tells me he's not the most confident kicker in the world, which is where the Canberra Raiders will have troubles. And I'm not denying that whatsoever. This is where Fogarty has the huge uptick on him. And this is where it could force... Uh, where, where, where Fogarty could quite easily force his way back in if the Raiders don't get their kicking game sorted. Same situation with Canterbury I've been talking about for a couple of weeks. Uh, if it's not all sorted out, it could be a serious issue for the Canberra Raiders. But for me, I really like the look of this kid. And if you go and have a look at his highlights, which I highly advise you do, if you're in a draft competition, you've got a spare spot in your bench. I'm telling you, grab this kid because I think there's a really good chance he's the starting halfback. I think there's also a really, really good chance that he is the goal kicker. I think Jared Croker will miss out on this side. I think the Canberra Raiders, I think they're going to go okay. I'm not I'm not backing them in to be world beaters, but I think they will be better than what they were last year. And I, I just think in the modern game right now, you can get away with having two running halves. I think it can be done. Their forward pack is going to have to win the ruck. There is no doubt about that whatsoever. But let's be honest here. As much as they didn't perform well last year, it's not like it's a shit fight of a team. Now, in the first few weeks, the matchups are decent. They play the Cronulla Sharks, which is hard, but it is down at Canberra. No one likes going to Canberra. It is the start of the season, so it will be a little bit warmer than your average. But he gets a home game to start the season there against the Sharks, who are still putting together their side. I'm very high on them. I will back the Sharkies in to win that one. I can't believe they're at $2. But not a bad matchup for Schneider there. Uh, The next two games... He plays the North Queensland Cowboys, and then he plays the Gold Coast Titans. I will back the Canberra Raiders to score three or four tries in both of those games. The first three weeks for Schneider, it's pretty handy. After that, it does get tough. There's no doubt about it. They play the Manly Seagulls and the Melbourne Storm. That'll be a really, really big test for him. Those games are played in Mudgee and Wagga, so at least you're not going to Brookvale and Melbourne. After that, he plays the Cowboys again for the second time in six weeks. That'll be down there in Canberra. Then he's got the Panthers. But then after that, he goes Warriors and the Bulldogs. So the first nine weeks, he plays the Manly Seagulls, the Melbourne Storm, and the Penrith Panthers. The six other games, I think the matchups are decent. The the Cronulla Sharks game is the one that worries me the most out of the rest of them. And that one's in Canberra. So a little advantage to the Raiders there. It will be round one. They'll be keen to come out. I think that this kid could really push to hold on to this jersey long-term. And that might sound crazy, but... From what I've seen of him in cup footy and the way that the way that people are talking him up out of the nation's capital, I don't know. I've just got a bit of a feeling here. I've already picked him up in my draft side. I'm very happy to have him. I, I, I'm, I'm stoked that I got him. I think a lot of people should be looking at him in a similar fashion as well. I'm not saying he will keep the seven jersey. I think there is a world where he can keep the seven jersey. Uh, you're looking at, you know, in three months' time when we're expecting... Um, Jamal Fogarty to return. If the Raiders are even money or they've got a winning record, which with their team on paper, they should be able to do realistically, uh, it could be very, very interesting for him moving forward. Now, the last thing I want to mention, and this is more so for your super coach players, and I actually didn't know uh, that these sort of stats were out there when I drafted him last night. And if I would have seen these before, I would have drafted him even quicker. Now, on Twitter, super coach guns, they're called. Uh, go and check them out, putting out some really good content. Uh, and and this is what really caught my eye last night. I'll, I'll read the whole whole quote to you. The name on everyone's Supercoach players' lips today has been Brad Schneider.
fighter. So why not have a look at what he did in reserve grade last year? He averaged 62.17 in supercoach without goal kicking, which is very good for a half in Reggie's. Keep in mind that three out of these 11 games, he played less than. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 40 minutes, less than 45 minutes or whatever it was. So this is all 11 games. Pretty bloody handy there. Throw in the goal kicking, and he averages 74.1. Now, obviously, this is Reggie's. I think the very first comment uh, was the Whisperer saying to take 15 points off from Reggie's to first, still a great score. Even if you take 20 points off, 15, 20, whatever you want to value it out at, it is a pretty damn good score for a halfback in reserve grade in a team that really wasn't that dominant. They won two from their last five games. He was very impressive. But I'll tell you what, if he gets the goal kicking in Canberra, I I can see him being a 55 to 60 kind of guy. And that might sound ridiculous, and I understand that. But I genuinely think this guy has got upside. If he can just find his way to the try line, which he's a good support player, you can see that on the highlights that I put up. He's good with the ball in hand. He's not afraid to run. He's going to make 20 to 25 tackles. I mean, it's only going to take him one attacking stat during a game, a try assist or a try himself. And all of a sudden, I think he will push into that 60 sort of 70 mark with the goal kicking as well. It's massive. If the Canberra Raiders do put on a couple of big scores early, which I think they're capable of doing against the Cowboys and potentially the Titans, um, this could be anything for this guy. At home against the Sharks, I, I mean... This is a good week to play the Sharks. If you're playing them away and then you get to play them when they're still working out their combinations, Matty Moylan will come in, etc. Yes, they look sensational against Canterbury the other day, but as Tim Williams said, it was the Canterbury Bulldogs. They looked awful. Um, I, I believe the Sharks are the real deal, though. I will say that, but it's not a bad time to play them. I'm looking through... Brad Schneider glasses here a little bit. Obviously, I'm not hiding away from that little bit of bias there. But I do think there is big upside in this kid, and I think he is worth keeping an eye on. Now, when we have a look at those stats put up by Supercoach Guns, uh, these were his scores for those games. Uh, And sorry, they're only for the 80-minute games. So this doesn't include the games where he played less than 45 minutes. So these are the eight games that he played 80 minutes. His scores were 61, 73, 64, 79, 55, 83, 36, 56. He went below 55 once, and he got 36 in that game. Other than that, I mean, scores are 61, 73, 64, 79, 83. Pretty damn handy. It is reserve grade. I understand that. But they didn't win the vast majority of these games either. It's not like he was in a world-beater side. His base stats in those eight games, 27, 20, 27, 32, 35, 34, 32, 44. I mean, I haven't done the numbers. uh, I I haven't got them written down in front of me and done the average, but I would guess that with outliers like 32, 35, 34, 44, 32, the average would have to be around about the 35 mark. You've got an outlier of 44, an outlier of 20. If you take those two out, 
His lowest is 27. His highest is 35. I mean, you're probably looking at a, a, an average of like 33 base stats there, which is pretty damn impressive. I mean, an average of 62, throwing the goal kicking as well. That could be absolutely anything. Look, I, I don't want to overplay this too much, but in your draft competitions, I'm telling you, if he's sitting on your free agency, go and grab him. And to be honest with you, take a punt on him in on your draft day. If it's this weekend, take a punt on him early. Take a risk on this kid. He's a halfback. There's not many of them around. I don't think that many people will be keen on this guy unless they've really got the ear to the ground and they're listening to this podcast or other guys that will start to get around him. I think you could really swoop on something here. Don't take him super early. Take him late. He is a punt. There's no doubt about that. I'm not telling you this is a definite thing. But this kid has got the sort of potential to be something special in Supercoach this year. And I personally think he's got the sort of potential to be something special for the Canberra Raiders. Is Jamal Fogarty the better and more experienced player? Yes, he is. I'm not denying that in any way, shape, or form. The Canberra Raiders have brought him for a reason. But Brad Schneider now has an opportunity to show what he can do. He's a good he's a good ball runner. He takes the ball to the line. If you have a look at the highlights that I, that I put up, I put up a vast majority of things. There was times where he was running the ball and he looked damaging. Times where he was playing short to his second rowers. Times where he was going long and he was playing real eyes up sort of footy. This kid has just got the full skill set. He's hard to handle. He's a good support player and he goal kicks. I'm telling you... Don't sleep on Schneider. This could be the best punt of your draft season. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.